Welcome to Our Certain Point of View, where your hosts, Jim and Tim, will bring you new weekly discussions about the Star Wars universe. Our Certain Point of View is a fan-based podcast and has no connections with Disney, Lucasfilm, or any of their subsidiaries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an exciting edition of Our Certain Point of View. I'm Jim. I'm Tim. And I'm Papa Bear. And we are once again recording from our top secret bunker locations. Which too much. Our which word was too much? Our bunker location, our secret you location, said top secret bunker. Our location. broadcast. And now everybody's going to listen. Oh gosh! Supposedly, when we're in the same room together, we have more energy. Is that what I'm being? Is that the feedback we're getting? Um, I don't know. I, that's what I say. The problem I, is, I I have. A, Crippling amount of introversion. And the anxiety is creeping and up you on you. And you know I do not it. like I to. It. I don't like to leave my house and see people in real life. I'm going to get rid of this temptation for you, okay? Okay. It's, well. You don't want any of these, right? They're, they're Cheetos. And Cheetos. I'm a 50-year-old man who had to get braces. you got to get product placement. My, my upper palate was collapsing. What? Yeah, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. like, so my upper teeth were like getting closer and closer together, right? Okay. And uh, so the doctor was like, yeah, because I get headaches. And they're like, that might be why. So mm-hmm. I'm a 50-year-old man who had to get Invisalign. Is your brain starting to fall into your, like, mouth? It's too big. too big. Yeah. See, Tim knows. You think your brain's too big so it's falling through your mouth? I'm just telling you what the doctor said. He thinks my brain's too big. Well, they sell a device you can... This is a Star Wars podcast, by the way. Well, while we're talking about Star Wars, Star Wars. Um, and continuing with the, the local news. And sorry we've been gone so long, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Tim, well, Tim. Hey, that's Star Wars talk. I'm Jim. Um, hello there. So, who that Tim? Go away. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I recently, and I'm going to keep this kind of brief because uh, I don't Jim nor probably have seen it yet, but I did go see Indiana Jones. Uh, I want to see this. I do want to see that. People were like, come see what? it. And I'm like, I got an invitation. Yeah, from, from Tim. From Tim, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, and I think you got that same one. I was like, I wish I knew about this an hour sooner because <laughs> I already started cooking no, dinner. I was so glad that he sent it when he did because then my introversion was like, nope, I don't have to go to that. It's like, I'm glad it was in that window. <laughs> and I even like you guys. Yes, um, that's You would have been able to avoid the total 10 people that were in the theater with me. I mean, it's been uh, out for a while. That's um, better, man. It's so getting worse as I get older. The biggest thing I wanted to say about uh, Indiana Jones, this movie, is that it is beautiful it is, oh, is it a good final piece for him it is a it is a great great is it a good this. ending to the character because the crystal skull was so bad that i was like i'm not gonna go see this i saw it uh i got it on dvd through netflix i think crystal skull yeah and i fell asleep it, it's twice it's a genuinely terrible movie so when i introduced my daughters to indiana jones i was like it's a trilogy and we watched the first three movies, and my oldest is like, isn't there a fourth one? No. No, honey, there's not. Well, it's Last Crusade. Yep. Let me say it this way now. It is no longer a trilogy. So, okay. Fidelity? Okay. So what do you call it? The Crystal Skull is kind of the last Jedi of, of the Indiana Jones movies. Oh, yeah. Because the last Jedi is terrible. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the Star Wars Podcast, where we... <laughs> Our big fan fan is Jedi. John Boyega agrees. Yeah, I mean, it had its moments, but no, we we love Star Wars, but but The Last Jedi did not. It didn't pull its weight. I'm glad John Boyega, did you see that interview where he he didn't 
dump on it so much. He's like, yeah, it's not my favorite. And like, he kept making statements that was very clear that he wasn't satisfied with Last Jedi either. And I'm like, I, him and uh, the guy who plays Poe Dameron, um, forget the actor's name, Oscar Isaacs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They, they were portrayed as idiots in that movie. All so, of the male characters were portrayed I'm, I'm like, as failures in that movie. That was the problem. And they, they had such great potential coming out of Force Awakens that, yeah, I, I can understand why both those actors would have been very uh, unsatisfied. There's a lot of talk, and people stir up very say things. So, like, oh, of course. Um, we're going to talk about this for a few minutes because I want to. Um, there's all that talk about Ray, right? They always use this phrase, Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. And there's really no I don't understand issue. what that means. I've so, seen people call her that, but I don't know what it well, means. I don't know why it's referred to as Mary Sue, but the concept is that she is just powerful for no reason. Um, and we have a couple of issues with that. One of the issues is we know that she's very Force-sensitive. Um, we know that she likes when the ice moves around in the cooler. And right. Lightsabers. <laughs> so... Uh. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. Anyway. ASMR, everyone. <laughs> you got a new mic, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the issues with, with that movie, it wasn't with how powerful she was of no. abilities. Nobody cared. Luke was came... too powerful. I mean, it... right. the it's issues... Just... Every one of the movies is about someone being too powerful. Right. Grogu was too powerful. Uh, Anakin was too powerful. Well, That's always the issue. It makes it a story. Them making, them taking these people, these, these strong characters that we had, your Poe, um, uh, Finn. Finn, you know, all you should of these, know that name. Luke, L- Luke, right? All of them. They they made them. No, I'm I'm out of it for a little while. You get delusions of grandeur, Luke. But they made them. They made them failures, and that I think was the biggest issue with that. Yeah, movie, um, is that they were just they were just made to be blundered. Especially doing that with Luke, who you know, forty years of build up for that character. Yeah. And then, and also, this is a big letdown. The yeah, dreadnought. Yeah. Oh no, it's the dreadnought, the fleet killer. It's gone now. It's we'll never hear about it again. Yeah, That's it because they destroyed it, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, you say the same thing about the Death Stars, but what the Death Stars had build up. We knew about them. The dreadnought was just this like thing that you're supposed to be scared of right away. I don't know. I never thought about the dreadnought as being anything other than oh, another new big ship. It's always a it weapon of mass destruction. And of course, the holdo maneuver, the whole thing was just ridiculous. It was a joke. Um, but that hadn't been said. Let's forget about the last shot, shall we? Michelle, what are we talking I, about? I uh, we we about have a question. No, 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 no. no. Right? There is a there is a accusation on the table that has to be addressed before we can. What is on. this accusation? Tim. Tim thought when Artax, the horse and never-ending story, died, it wasn't a big deal. Would you care to address this allegation, Bill? I would like to. So this is... This scarred me as a child. This has become a big thing. It scarred every child of that era. I keep stepping on this. So the... To to remind our listeners... He's he's a good boy. Artax was the horse in a never-ending story. Artax is the horse. And they get into the Swamp of Despair, or whatever it was called, and... He has to watch his horse slowly ground to death. I just answered this question. You know what? A lot of 80s movies had that. That happened in Trump. That's because in the 80s, they were like trying to teach kids. Guess what? Sometimes life sucks. Sometimes it's going to suck, and you got to figure out how you're going to move on. But then don't worry, because your pet will come back at the end. All right. So, great story. (laughs) Artax was the dreadnought. Well, Goose died. He He was so. It was such a brief introduction. 
to him and the horse. You were sad because the kid was sad, but you didn't get to know him or the horse at that point. It was too early so, yeah, for it to be sad. You're admitting just what I'm saying, that you're a sociopath who built no emotional connection to this because you're like, too soon, I don't care. I'm sad, but it, The child it, it lost his horse. To watch it drown as he's pulling the reins. All right, I'm going to address my other issue with that movie then since we're talking okay. about it. Okay, yeah. He, uh, he died where? Do you recall? Who, Artax? Quicksand? Yeah. Was, was the quicksand? Swamp of Despair. The Swamp of Despair. Was yeah. it Quicksand? And he kept saying, have happy thoughts. You need to be happy. You can't yeah. be sad. You're going to drown. While he yeah. was in the quicksand. swamps with him, yeah. sad that his horse was dying, but he didn't fall in. Yeah. There's, a, and there's a discount. So you're saying there. that he didn't care about the horse either. <laughs> but I think we both agree the saddest part is the rock monster. Yes. And he could not hold his friends. That, and they that his was, hands that was, were so that was strong. Oh, that was, was that was powerful. Here's the difference. I hadn't seen that. I it didn't scar me as a child. I don't know when the first time I watched it scar was. me. It's just a powerful moment. And no. so I guess my point is, I recently watched it. This was a month or two ago, mm-hmm. and I sat and watched it. Um, I was on an airplane, and could have been the anymore. the stress of air travel. You know, hey Jim, all those people, oh right? God. So uh, could have been the stress of air travel. Humans are the worst. But uh, yeah. But I mean, but when I saw it, I was like, wait a minute, where's the buildup to, like, what I was remembering wasn't the same when I watched it recently. You know, that's interesting, because children are supposed to be the ones absent empathy, but it seems like you are. <laughs> I care. I care. Um, all right, so that's our never, that was, that was the allegation, that you didn't care that our tax died, but now I we know. I enjoyed the never-ending story recently. On that, yeah, yeah, style of um, so I think we've talked before about the cooperative board game for the Princess Bride. We didn't play it, but it is a it's a really fun game. It's it's a six chapter game. You play it in six different. I have pieces. no recollection of it. Oh, after go get something. I'll bring okay. it right down. It's an adventure book. Um, they made one for Wizard of Oz. I didn't buy that. Um, and they also made one Lord of the Rings, and that one we've been playing through, and it's a lot of fun. You just play through the story. Of the trilogy, and it's six different board games that take about 20 minutes each. What about Harry Potter? It's just fun. Uh, Harry Potter has its own. Mm. It's a very large game. I have not played that yet, but it does have its its own um, in that variety. So, are we on? Are we done with news? Are we on the countdowns? I don't um, think we've even started news. We haven't started. I don't well, I guess we gave our up. news, the braces and the... I got braces. Uh, 50-year-old man with braces. Yeah. That's ridiculous, man. So I love my new motorcycle. I put a windshield on it, a little one. Yeah, I think it's called a fairing. Actually, it was, it's not quite big enough to be a full-on windshield. All right, they give the biggest piece of news, and we'll talk about the specific of it later on. We're less than a month away from Ahsoka. Yeah, that is the big news. So the reason I want to bring that up as news is that we actually um, Disney Plus. Um, if you if you subscribe to Disney Plus, um, and I do. Yeah, Disney Plus is uh, oh, yes. Disney Plus is uh, has currently, if you go on the Star Wars section, it has an essential episodes for Ahsoka. Yeah, um, I have not reviewed these episodes yet to give it the full hour certain point of view approval. Yeah, uh, but they have released that and it's it's there. Um, so if you are not fully caught up, or even if you are but you haven't had the time like me to go back and rewatch Clone Wars like you wanted to. That is a good thing to do, and next week we'll probably talk about a few of those episodes. I'm going to make these guys watch those. Uh, Sounds good to me. Episodes. The uh, yeah, um, I am seeing on a lot of the Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Wars forums. 
where people are like, yeah, I never want to watch cartoons, but I wanted to know what to know for Ahsoka. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. Rebels and Clone Wars is awesome. Like, exactly. Rebels is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It is and great. I mean, if you want Rebels to learn about awesome. Ahsoka, you have to watch them. To prepare for where she is at at the beginning of the series, you kind of have to watch, watch all Rebels. Wars and all the Rebels. And to kind of prepare for who Ahsoka is, you got to at least watch the last season of uh, Clone Wars. And you got to watch that Mandalorian episode. And of course, yeah. She's in the Mandalorian. She's in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Is she in both? Yeah, because remember, two episodes of Book of Boba Fett were actually the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. <laughs> they do that episodes. a lot. Yeah. But I like it. All right, what did you bring to the table here, Papa? I have two uh, board games. Yeah. That, you know, we talk about board games all the time, but these are ones I, I don't think I've talked about on the show. They're both super cool. One is uh, a little bit older, which is Star Wars Outer Rim, where you basically have a ship and you do missions and trades and stuff around the Outer Rim. The other one is the Clone Wars, which is like a pandemic-style game. Yeah, pandemic's fun game. With uh, you know, it's that style, but you have like armies. I think I'm not familiar with any of this stuff. But yeah, they're both super cool. I I mean, if you ever want to get together and play them, yeah, they'd be good things to have on podcast. Are they both uh, cooperative? Uh, I think this is not cooperative. This is against each other. The outer rim, I think, is cooperative. So wait a minute, you just put it no. out of rim and Clone Wars is cool. I think, or it could be two different, like two different teams with Clone Wars, because I think you can be the Sith and the Dark Side or the Light Side. Okay, so you mean the Separatist or the Republic? Yeah, you know the Clone Wars. The Clone, because it turns out the Sith was actually in I charge think, of both. I, I've only played them each once, so I don't know the rules well enough to play them right now. But I definitely want to play them sometime. Yeah, and I well, think you would be fun to play with. So who? Yeah, yeah, and then maybe we could like you know pick a hat. Me or Tim? Yeah, well, well probably more Tim. You I'm love Tom. scared. I, I don't like. Are you okay? There are, are no okay? there are no real people in these boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you need something to eat. I got that help. Uh, I got braces. <laughs> need some pudding. How about a string? How about some pudding? How about a string? Did you throw some spaghetti in a mixer and puree it? I can give you like one of my protein shakes. Huh. I'm I'm good. Um, I've got a lightsaber here. Um, now that that's okay, we should probably do this. What we should do? probably go. Hello, today is July twenty fourth. <laughs> we're broadcasting. In our topics today, we're gonna we're gonna review um, kind of what we know and what we expect from Ahsoka. Um, and we're going to do some spoilers for uh, Jedi uh, Survivor, the game Jedi Survivor. Because oh, yes. there's a ton of story material in that, and it is canon. Boy. And I think that they made a point of releasing it before Ahsoka, because I do think there's going to be some tie-ins there. I still haven't watched the Ahsoka trailer. I'll do that at some point here. We're good. Yeah. yeah. You haven't watched it? What have you been doing? Well, the part... I've been replaying Spider-Man because Spider-Man 2, the video game, is coming out in October. So Ooh, it's a fun game. game. I don't yeah. have it. but Spider-Man 2, I saw... It Can showed you up the Quest? Like a Spider-Man game? No. Really? I, yeah. The games on the Quest are pretty limited. Played um, the, I played the Star Wars Vader one. Those are awesome. Yeah, that they was fun. really awesome. I like Beat well, Saber. Beat Saber's awesome. Beat Saber's awesome. Pistol Whip is better. Pistol Whip is basically Beat Saber, except for you're shooting, like, uh, holograms. Mm-hmm. Um, it is super awesome. Thing is, you know, when I was getting into that... Any, like, boxing martial arts I did, and I was How doing was that. They're, they're awesome. They're great workouts, too. That's what I want. I they're, want to they're great. There's, there's one where you... Box you in it? 
I've done it on that. Um, but when I was getting into those, there's also an archery one called Counterpoint, which is a lot of fun. Um, but when I was getting into those is when around the time I got in that bike accident, mm-hmm. couldn't use my shoulder for you know three months or whatever. And I kind of haven't gotten back into those games yet. I'm only just now. I'm still. I'm at about seventy five percent with my shoulder. Well, supposedly I can do whatever I want with it now, but the full movement's not quite there, and it does hurt sometimes. So, what was me, right? But I got a new motorcycle. I need it. Triumph twelve hundred Bonneville Speedmaster, baby. Google it. It's gorgeous. Um, it's the nicest vehicle I've ever owned, and uh, my or wife. Whatever search engine you want to use, um, yeah, or or Bing it, or whatever. We, yeah, there are others. Um, as my there wife is well aware, it's the nicest. Right? It's a, I don't think my wife's happy about the fact that the nicest vehicle we've ever owned is my motorcycle. <laughs> she doesn't ride it. She has no interest in riding it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a choice. Since, not since I <laughs> got hit by a car. <laughs> As opposed to all of her great interest beforehand. Yes. She she probably could have been persuaded before. I she mean, was okay with the bulk of the heavy lifting to get that. I she think. she was okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I I took one. Um but yeah, she was okay with the girls riding with me before. Now nope. She's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna try to twelve hundred? Yeah, the motor's a twelve hundred dollars. Big bike, man. It is and it isn't. It's a tiny bike with a giant motor. It's like uh, John DeLorean back in 1965 decided he was going to invent a new kind of car where he was yeah. going to take a engine from the big Bonneville Pontiac and put it in the Tempest, which yeah. was a small car, and invented the muscle car called the first one, a Bonneville Grand Touring Option. GTO. I know, the GTO. So that was John DeLorean when he worked for General Motors Corporation in the Pontiac the Division. Invented the muscle car. did he do the car. Firebird, too? So this Triumph is basically... He did basically, a bunch of muscle cars. Yeah, I mean, that's where and the And then Firebird, he left and started DeLorean. The Firebird and the Camaro, and then, of course, Ford created the Mustang. But, um, well, the Firebird was designed to be the, uh, the better version of the Camaro. Yeah. So they moved the engine back. If you look at a 67, 68, 69 Mustang, or Firebird Camaro... The engine is shifted back three inches in the Firebird versus the Camaro to give it better weight balance. Um, there's little stuff like that. I remember like the Firebird, man. That thing was bad. I know this because I had a 67, 68 Firebird, and I had to replace the transmission, and they moved the engine back, but they didn't change anything else. So it was right up against the firewall. Mm-hmm. You try to take out the transmission of a 50-year-old car. Ugh. What are we talking about? Yeah, transmissions of a 50-year-old car. There's no room. There's there's like three, four inches between the firewall and the uh, the bell housing bolts on the transmission. You get a socket in there? No, you could not. You had to put wrenches in there, and they had to be stubbies. And even you can't get any any leverage on a stubby. What are we talking about? Obviously, the transmission of a 50-year-old car. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I'm Jim. I'm a car. Hello there. (laughs) <laughs> Is it two years old? Have you changed the transmission? By the way, I like old vehicles. Yes, you do. Um, anyway, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, so we're going to be spoiling the storyline for Jedi uh, Survivor, the, the video game. And uh, we don't really know anything about Ahsoka, so we're just going to be speculating. All right. Mm-hmm. What what else we got? We got any other news? I don't think we have any other news. Um I don't have the countdowns up, so... I do? We'll get to the countdowns in a second. But let me review my... Got a thing here to check on the news, but I don't think I have anything else big listed. 
He's checking the Snapchats. That's what he's Am doing. I talking quieter? Be wary, yes. yes, 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 yes. You know, I wonder if it's when I go and, and do a quick little research while we're talking. Yeah, see, now you're that good. I quiet down. I wonder if that's the... Yeah, the levels are better. It's like, yeah. I, well, he's uh, processing the data. you got to give him time okay. to process the data. I mean, he's selfish. The biggest thing is little bit. toys. Little. I mean, there is little. I mean, are we treat we from here or what? Well, he covers up the microphone. <laughs> 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 right, what were you saying, Tim? The toys? Um, there's a lot. Oh my gosh! I love you, Jim. The ghost. I love you, Tim. Have you seen that? The Lego ghost? No, the Haslab. Oh, I tried to Google this thing to see how much it would cost. What? Because it keeps showing. Up. I don't know. It's Haslab was the name. Um, in, in, are you talking the ghost? The yeah, the ghost from Rebels. about ships on this show. We actually it's have a, a pet peeve of Tim. We have a few episodes dedicated just to the phrase. I don't like oh, talking about okay. ships. Like vessels? Just the phrase the ships that we don't. Can we call them vessels? Can I finish what I was saying? Yeah, sure. Am I selfish? <laughs> hey, where is it? Is it What is you it? You know, pick, it's a Jawa and a Santa suit. Yeah. So what I was saying is, I'm on my Facebooks, right? Because I'm old, and that's what we do when you're old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Facebooks, and um, an ad keeps coming up for Haslab Ghost the, as a toy. The ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to pull it. That thing looks amazing, man. Yeah, detail. The biggest. Has, it's a skin one. It's not, where is it for sale, though? I don't think it's for sale. It's yet. not for sale. This, uh, this like, we might sell this if we get crowdfunded. Well, and then the debate came up on one of the Star Wars forums of which one's the better ship, the Millennium Falcon or the Ghost. And sadly, the Ghost is far better ship. I mean, it's not even a contest. It's, that comes down to which one do you like better. If you're actually talking about performance, cargo hold, what it can do, the Ghost is like the ultimate ship. You it like even it. has its own shuttle. It's a fighter that has a huge cargo hold. And a huge crew quarters. So, like, the Ghost is a far superior ship to the Millennium Falcon. But, of course, the Millennium Falcon is just awesome. Is it? Falcon <laughs> uh, Yeah, I think it's made by the same company in the Star Wars universe, I think it is. It's not the same Freighter. Because there's a bunch of different... Oh. oh. Yeah. I gotta go get you guys something. So, you guys... Is stay it on topic. On? We're gonna stay on topic. Stay on topic. Is it Kyle Katarn's ship? We, we don't. We don't stay on topic. I don't think we picked we don't a topic. Stay on topic. So, so yes, it looks beautiful. And there are so, how much do you think that thing's gonna be? I bet it's gonna be like three hundred bucks or something. I can't quite tell what the variety of it's gonna be because it it might not be that much. It looks like it's, it looks I mean, like it fits standard size so it's, it's action black, figures. Well, it's I for think. Black Series three point seven five. Okay. Um. Which means, I mean, it's, it looks like it says 28 by 34 is the size. 28 inches by 34. It's a tall ship. Um, 11 inches tall. It's almost a foot tall. It's a, it's a big, that's going to be a big thing. Um, it's going to be in the Assassin's series. Back in the day, the Millennium Falcon like that probably cost 100 to $150. And that was not I a vintage collection. It was, yeah, it was um, expensive. So I bet it is going to be, it's going to be up there. It'll be interesting to see when it comes out. So all the toys based on the Ahsoka series, all these things are coming out. Um, yeah. And so the toys are going to be interesting. Um, you can see them all on StarWars.com and a number of other. Uh, Papa Bear has brought me a Millennium Falcon YT-1300 book. Oh, this is cool. It's 3D. Yeah, and as you turn the page, it, it slowly kind of takes the ship the different apart. levels, options, upgrades. It's a fascinating thing. I got one for, like, Darth Vader, too. Well, this is a nice gift. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yay. Yeah, um, but I'm sorry as far as the debate of which one's the better ship, the Ghost is the better ship. Because the Ghost is actually made for infiltration and cargo and fighting. It has a built-in shuttlecraft. The reason why it's called a ghost is because it's supposed to be able to defy most, like, like detection systems. My favorite ship is the Fondor. Who had the Fondor? It's an Andor. Oh, that is a cool that ship. That is far superior to the ghost. If you're talking about a fighter, yeah. That, that is a cool ship. I mean, it's a spy craft. Yeah, it's a little It's a spy thing. hunter. Like, you, could do, you go in, you get out, you can... Stealth it, there's multiple ways. Well, that's like, you know, that's like comparing a, a, a Raptor, an F-22 Raptor to like a, to a B-2 bomber. They're very different. Okay. So the other uh, the other piece I was going to talk about uh, <laughs> that exists um, that's out there that we have not discussed yet is the Young Jedi Adventures. I haven't watched any of those. They're, I haven't watched any of have not watched They are for very young, and I don't have very young kids anymore. Yeah, I, I do have a five-year-old, but I haven't sat down to watch it yet. Um it haven't watched your five-year-old yet. No, <laughs> he's in. He's getting ready for the trials. Yes. Um. So I'm not he's got his lightsaber. I'm not Shady. sure. Wanted you to have this when you're old enough. When you're old enough. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't have the children. look that felt interesting. Like I'd rather put him in front of. I'd rather put him in front of Star Wars than in front of that. Like. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I'm with like, you on that. Yeah. I'd yeah. want their first introduction it's to be like, a New Hope, not some cartoon made for. I Christ. was just—it's—it's it's the basic Muppets, then Muppet Babies. So philosophy. My kids, I introduced them to Star Wars with the New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then the prequels. So, like, I did it pretty standard. Did you do that? Uh, four, five, and then into the prequels. So, because your kids Michelle. are. You know, we have one kid that's close in age, but your kids are much younger than mine. Your others. I watched them in the, the same order I watched them in, but they didn't have the same level of interest. Kind of in between all of ours. Yeah. Yeah. No? Yeah. All right. So, and I, we've already talked about this before, but again, it, it's been coming up again. It's been talked about again and again and again. So I wanted to make sure that we... Um, talk about it again and again? Talk about it again and again. People are interested about um, What are we talking about? The... We'll see. Uh, uh, Bob Iger took back over from Disney, right? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 He's he's made his comment that that his focus, especially for Star Wars, is going to be quality over quantity. So we're going to start. We're likely going to see some. They kind of needed to do. They, they, yeah, they, they were yeah. doing too much, and they couldn't do it well. Although I will say, well, Kenobi is outstanding. And yeah, or I mean, that's like a slower. That's not like an every. Yeah, mean, they took their time to get those things out. Um, Book of Boba Fett was kind of. It, it has it, it, yeah. I mean, they were doing a lot of great service in a lot of Yeah, that. yeah. Um, this especially point, Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, I would say we only have, um, I, actually, we only have, this is leading us into our uh, our countdowns, um, we only have three or four main events that are coming up um, to talk about, specifically is, by day. Yeah, yeah it's easy. <laughs> um, that sounds like you got some agreement on that. One major thing I think we also need to talk about that we didn't say was part of the topics is the fate of the TV show, The Mandalorian. What is it over? 
Well, there's a lot of speculation about that. They, I think they have said there's going to be another. Pedro's s- done, right? That's is that, is that's that the speculation. Is but it is anybody in the suit? Well, that's the thing. Not no, that his story arc is over, um, and mm-hmm. that now the Mandalorian is a reference to Bo-Katan. Um, okay, that's that's the scuttlebutt anyway. And then they can bring it all together. And it, it kind of makes sense because it does seem like Pedro Pascal has been kind of disconnected from this for for a while. Which makes sense because the guy was getting no real screen time. Yeah, you know? yeah FaceTime. It's a yeah. voice acting gig, and, really. And, they got like uh, stunt actors. I mean, he does some stunts, but I mean, he's not going to do a lot of the hard ones. No, there's two guys who actually spend far more time in the suit than he does. Yeah, um, he, he basically is a voice actor for the show. Yeah. And um, so I, I don't blame him that he's done. I kind of think he was underutilized in the but role. That's something that um, Star Wars does intentionally so the characters can live on long past traditional lifespan well and, and then it's it's kind of a shame because if they had if they had done this properly with him yeah they could have called him back when needed this could and they been, might still but they, i hope yeah. they do like hopefully and i'm and sure there's so much in anyway the they, they still might he still might be the focus of the yeah. show this is all speculation but i think it's pretty strong speculation yeah. that uh now the question is it seems like they set up the show in such a way that it, it will be about bo-katan and the reestablishment of mandalore and because they did a good job, I think, of really kind of wrapping up Din Djarin's story. I mean, the last time we see him, he's at peace on his little planet, on his little farm, um, with his little buddy. So, anyway, that was all I wanted to throw out there about The Mandalorian, is that it might shift. Some people have been like, no, I don't want to show about Bo-Katan. I'm totally happy with that storyline. I would love to see just a show about the reestablishment of Mandalore. I want to know what's going on with that. It could be fun. I, I do worry that um, I do worry that the overall uh, fan base isn't going to be thrilled with another spinoff of Mandalorian. I think it would still be the Mandalorian. It's just they're shifting focus. Possibly. The Mandalore. Yeah, and the I mean, Mandalore story. They, that is the story they want to tell, anyway. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it could be interesting. I, I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it wouldn't. Yeah, be I good. agree with you. I'm the not fan, saying that I would. I think enjoy the fan it. base will. Not like that. I'm yeah. worried that it would become a, this isn't what we wanted to watch, you know, whatever else. Which just means that she's got to do a good job of carrying it, which I think she has. Um, Bo-Katan and wherever she showed up in that TV show, I think she's kind of stolen the show. I, I find her very engaging in a lot of ways, far more engaging than Din Djarin's story. Yeah, because she takes off the helmet. She t- well, Katie Sackhoff is amazing in the role. Yes. Um, she comes off as a genuine, I'm going to use bad language, badass. Oh, she, yes. she is a genuine Jim. badass. I know, I know. What are you doing? She, But she is. Uh, like, even more so than Den Dijon. She's a better warrior than he is. She's more experienced, you know. she. Uh, so I I would love to see a show about Bo-Katan. So. We're going to get it. Yeah. I, we'll I see. Think, I think we might, yeah. All right, so is it countdown time finally? I think it's time for countdowns. All right. You have the count. Of course See, we're only 30 minutes into the podcast, but for us, we're like two hours into the podcast. So it's been a, it's been a enjoyable. It's been a wild ride. It's been a fun afternoon, gentlemen. I'm Jim. So um, August 2nd, uh, this already came up. We didn't watch the first part, but apparently there's some more Jedi Adventures uh, coming out. Okay. Young Jedi Adventures, um, mm-hmm. August 2nd, which is nine days away. So if you're interested in that or your kids are interested in that, um, they are coming out. I am going to watch them at some point because it's the same as everything else. I'm going to try it at Star Wars. I'm going to let you know what I think. But yeah. I just haven't yet. Did you even watch Visions 2, Season 2? 
I watched all Some of them. I didn't them, finish it. I didn't. And that was a weird thing. Is I, I loved the first five episodes and didn't finish it. I, I, I kind of forgot about it. I think think this – well, it's the same as our recording. Like, we haven't lost Star Wars, but this is – I think it's just been a crazy It's, it's um, been a lot of content, but also – I gotta be honest. I didn't care for the content. I didn't like the style of animation. I don't I like, like that vision. style. I like season. I like some of them, one. but some of them were too Japanimation for me. Well, the one Does that, that makes sense. Well, yeah. one was I mean, very Wallace and Gromit, and that one kind of yeah. threw me off. It was funny, but yeah. it, that's about all you could say is it was funny. Um, no, but there was one claymation one about a, two sisters, little girls. That that was freaking really, amazing. That was, a, that, was yeah. that was that was. I think it was the first episode, second episode. The, yeah, it was one of the first. In the first five, episode. obviously, but yeah. um, the one about the very first episode about the emergency was amazing. It kind of couldn't tell, if, like it looked like it was computerized claymation. So, I don't know any other way to put it. It is a filter to look that. Yeah, way. like a okay. yeah, like a CGI filter for claymation. Or was it like a was it like a, you know the claymation style like Tim Burton style kind of? Style? It was too detailed. Like, so that's I think it was. Detailed, it was. I don't know. I mean, you just got to watch it. It's there. There are scenes okay. in it that are like incredibly beautiful. Yeah, but the story, the story was good. I mean, story all was that stuff is yeah. beautiful. It's just the style is like I want something more mature. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and this seems bubblegum poppy to me. And I'm like, when they I focused don't want on that. the little girl, it did look That's a little just too me Wallace and my and life drama. journey, yeah. not in that space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I need to finish Visions uh, season two. All right, countdown. So August, what? That was August second, nine days away. August twenty third is left on a month. Is now. what? What happens then? That is the Ahsoka episode one. That is Yay. Um, I say episode one. I'm assuming they're going to release it week by week, like they have been. Um, so episode one of Ahsoka will release on August twenty third. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a Wednesday? I'm guessing that's going to be a Wednesday release. And you mentioned that uh, Disney Plus has its recommended viewing guide beforehand. It does have it. Um, it is a Wednesday, Wednesday, August twenty third. So that is thirty days away. All right. Um, next after that, then the next one is actually um, a bit farther off. I don't have anything for September, October with Star Wars. Um, that I'm aware of. What's of up in the, November? The comic books are still running. Some of those are running real strong. Some of yeah. them are running not quite as strong. Um, but that's running continuously. If you want constant Star Wars, don't forget the comic books are out there. But yeah, the next one is in November. So what do you think is happening in November? I'm thinking Wookiee Life Day. Yeah, Wookiee Life Day. What do you think, Papa Bear? Mama Bear's birthday. Yeah. Um, that is 116 days away until November 17th of this year. So that is going to be a uh, that's going to be a good time, um, obviously. And once again, we're hoping to plan something really fun for it. And every year, we try to say we're going to plan something really fun for it, and then it gets busy, and we just stay in our separate homes and watch Star Wars. So yeah, we'll see what happens. That's how Jim likes it. Um, we are. I, I didn't mention it, but. Uh, We've talked about GalaxyCon before. GalaxyCon mm-hmm. is a is a Comic Con. The the next one is in Raleigh. It's in uh, I saw that. What's today? Tuesday? Monday? Monday the twenty fourth. Putting GalaxyCons on. So Thursday. That's cool. Yeah, Thursday the this Please week. The East Coast one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The next one that's in town. Yeah. Yeah. March sixteenth, March fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, fourteenth, sixteenth. If I don't have something scheduled, I want to go to there. I need to. I enjoy. I've only gone to one of my life. There's so much cool cosplay to look at. Yeah, yeah. You know. So the yeah. uh, the one in Raleigh is in three days. It'll start Thursday. Um, so William then, Shatner's going to be there. He is. William, yeah. Yep. 
Uh, he was in. Old. He was in. He's uh, at every con. Yeah, he was in Richmond yeah. this year. Yeah. Last year. So he gets um, his free lunch. And the next one will be in Richmond in March. Um, so I guess that's our, our actual next countdown is um, March. I think it's the fourteenth. I want to say the fourteenth. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Might be fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. What? Um, that's when Galaxy Con will be in, in gotcha. Richmond. So uh, that's 234 days away. Um, and then more importantly, 285 days away is May the 4th, and that is Star Wars Day. And we're going to stop there because we're just talking about holidays and events. And- well, and there's been such a shakeup at Disney. I think it's really unclear what projects have been greenlit and which ones haven't. Uh, there's talk about another trilogy coming out featuring uh, Ray. Um I got to tell you, once again, I'm really excited about that. Oh, I'd love to see it. Because I would love for them to fix the fact that we didn't get the Jedi building we were supposed to get out of Luke. Yeah. And she's supposed to be building the new Jedi Order or something like that. Um, at least, I mean, there's but not I'm that much information. I'm going to tell you right now, and I, I think with Rey's character, if they continue her arc the way she's going, we will have the next Jedi Order. I am very much not interested in her disbanding the Jedi and creating something different. What she does needs to be a success. I think I think I want it to be Jedi. I want it to be Jedi. They don't have to necessarily follow all of the Jedi Order, like the, the Republic's Jedi Order temple principles, but I still want them to be the Jedi at their core. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see a... This actually ties into Ahsoka. Oh, this like, light side, dark side mix of like, I want a light side... I want them good. I want them fighting for good. Well, this ties into my speculation on where Jedi Survivor, the game story, took us and where I think Ahsoka might end up taking us, the TV show. So they might be building the Rey trilogy based off of some pretty profound changes in what Jedi are based off of based Jedi Survivor. The, oh, yeah, the planet. Yeah, that's yeah, what, that that's, what, you're talk that's about? where we're going to go, yeah. Yes, finally. Yeah. Awesome. So are we ready to talk about our main topics? Yes, and once again, um, we said it before, we're going to say it again, and we have a big, big deal out of this. If you are interested in playing Jedi Survivor but you have not yet, this is a spoiler-filled episode. What, we are you living under a rock? Come on. I just finished it. Yeah, Jedi Survivor. It's been out, out for a while, though. Yeah. I mean, right. we, just, we just want that out there. But every level out. is out there available. When you get stuck on a level, just check it out on YouTube and you can get past it. That's true. It's what I do. Um, you I can also, know. and I'm just going to say this. Everybody does that, right? You can jump down to story mode on it. Yeah. Through, you know, like it's, there were a few times where I did. Um, yeah. So, Me too. I realized I was at that point. My, and and my, I have a teenager who, who games and stuff, and he was... Did you get the new plus? He was furious with me when I played the game. Did you get the new plus? No. If you beat the game, you can unlock new plus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you I get beat that. new plus. You unlock new plus plus. Really? Yeah. All right, I'll have to try that out. Yeah. Now, he got mad at me. He goes, "Because uh, I'm replaying the Spider-Man game. Because there's a new Spider-Man game coming out October 5th. That should be on the countdown. Um, it was in October. October 5th, the Spider-Man 2 game comes out." But anyway, I'm replaying the Spider-Man game in preparation of that, right? Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't say it. I'm playing the game because I got a PS5. Yay. I don't have a PS5. You did say that. It's, what? I've never had a PS5. I had a PS3. How did you, you play, play the game? How did you play Jedi Survivor? Oh, no. I have an Xbox. 
Oh. Oh. It's okay. We whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's um, a single player game, dude. I mean, come on. All right. Let's so, talk about it. I'm going to tell you. Hold on. PS5. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I could guess my chance to the issue. Away from the podcast of all. My wonderful wife surprised me in June with a. I went out of town for a trip. I came back and there was a PS5 there. That's a nice surprise. Uh, I that. Like I said, you know what, Jim? She's a keeper. She is a keeper. Wait a are you keeper. talking to me or him? I said Tim, not Jim. Well, that's what confused me. I'm like, why would he call me Tim? Yeah. <laughs> because. It totally confused me. I'm like, he said Tim. Jim, I'm like, what? Jim, you might not be a keeper. I mean, you're, oh. you're all over the place. So she is a keeper. But anyway, like, I, I why would he call her Tim? I'm like, what? Hey, hey Tim. Oh, yeah. Tim, do you need a lightsaber? Wait, you mean me or him? No, I'm talking to Jim. Jim, do you need a lightsaber? Being a point doesn't help on a podcast. We had you know the point. It's just walking. I mean, you said Tim. Did you do this? I'm like, why did you call me? This is like who's on first. This is taking us a long way. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why my. Why kid, would you call me Tim? Why my kid got mad? So my kid. I'm just gonna say it. You podcasters, you can, or uh, podcastees, is that what they're called, listeners. You should listen to. They're from um, the ocean. So what I want to tell you. <laughs> is, uh, I was replaying Spider Man, and my son came down. Oh, you're replaying. He goes, "What level are you playing on?" And I said, "Well, I'm playing the regular level." Story the game. <laughs> you know, like. Amazing Spider-Man. He goes, seriously? And I was like, yeah. He goes, you're not playing the harder one? You replay a game, you play it harder, see if you can beat it. <laughs> Swing around New York City is Spider-Man. Like, I mean, usually there's like a free mode where you're just like, okay, you beat need- everything, you can just fly around if you want. Yeah. So you understand that people who grew up in the digital age actually visually process faster than those of us who grew up before the digital age, which means the video games are actually harder for people over a certain age. Not me. I'm augmented by reality. But what we do better is we retain auditory information better. What? Why'd you call me Tim? That's what did you weird. say? Um, but, yeah, so, like, That's... young people will play these games and then wonder why people what? my age are like, I put it on story mode for that one. Yeah. And we just the process game, man. I'm just, like, story mode. And I, I don't just want to have fun. I want just the A button and, like, I want to cut off arms and legs. Yeah, and yeah, and it's worse with single experience. Story mode, yeah. One, one of our first real first-person shooter multiplayer games was a Nintendo 64... Golden Spawn. Golden so my family was obsessed with this game. And this is when I was a kid. Yeah. That it came out. Well, my, my parents would play too. People my are mom. obsessed with Golden Oh, it's a wonderful no, game. It's my mom would stay up and she she would Excuse play me. the Bust game. It. And we didn't have the internet to figure out what move came yeah. next. If you bought the book, which we didn't go and spend twenty dollars on the book, we just figured it out. That's right. You used to go to like I comic met, stores and I'd sell yeah, the book too. My mom would sit there and she would try to play through parts and she'd figure it out, but she could never beat all the way through. And then she, when I would wake up in the morning, sometimes before we'll school, shifts. she'd be like, we'll "Hey, shifts, before right? you get ready for school, you got to play this part. You got to run and gun this level, kid." And so she would do it for mommy. She'd sit there and she'd go, "All right, before you do this, get that guy, run to the right as fast as you can, get there, duck down." Wait like three seconds, jump up, get the next guy, and then go to the left. And like she had it all mapped out in her head. This is what you're talking about. Like the ability to process things. Like she's a generation before me, and I was quicker at, at making the moves than she was. Yeah. And then the same thing is happening with, yeah, with, with us with versus young our kids. kids. Yep. Like they can fly through <laughs> these things. Yep. 
Um, yeah. Spider-Man is a visually beautiful game. The Miles Morales Spider-Man is a beautiful game. I've got that um, one. Spider-Man 2 is out now. And Spider-Man 2 will come out October 5th. Oh, okay. That's all they had on my PlayStation. I do like Spider-Man, those. I've pre-ordered oh, That's what I missed. Too. That's I'm like really PlayStation excited. exclusive Spider-Man, isn't it? I personally, yeah. I have no yeah. idea what Spider-Man yeah. is going to be about, but I'm personally hoping that it's going to be about Venom and Carnage. I have zero information about that. It's just a deep desire of mine. Have you played any Spider-Man games on the meta? No, I don't. Are I there? think there is one. I saw one in the store, I thought. I have it in. Is like one of the newer Miles? I mean, I imagine meta can get its own stuff because you can. But you I haven't mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? You haven't played the Spider-Man game? Not the new ones. Oh, they are I played the PlayStation 3 one. Which was awesome at the time. Sorry, buddy. That's that's no. This like this Tony Hawk. Game, it's I mean, like a Tony Hawk style game. I would say this it's like game Jedi, is... Fall in Order, and Survivor. They're like Tony Hawk games too, because it's all, all a lot of parkour. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to talk about Ahsoka trailer first and speculation or uh, Survivor. I'm good with either. Whatever you want to do. So, well, here's here's where I'm thinking. I would say Ahsoka because okay. if at some point we realize, wow, it's 45 minutes into this, we are. I think we're we are 44, 26. I think we're past right that we are already. 45 we minutes into a podcast, and we haven't talked Survivor. At some point, we're going to go. Hey, we need to stop. We might need to just stop. Right, so Ahsoka. Say, here's the thing with Ahsoka. Podcast. Wait, wait, what are we hey, going to do? Is now? this the first trailer or the new one? I don't know, but I don't want to talk like scene by scene. I just want to talk about some of the major things that we see. I just want to watch it on the TV first. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So we see two what appear to be Sith because they have reddish orange lightsabers. One is played by uh, Ray. Um, I forgot his name, but I love that guy, and he died. The actor in real life died. It's very sad. Um, and he played Punisher in one of the Punisher that. movies, and he was awesome. He was also yeah. the star of the HBO series Rome. Um, well, I can't remember his name. I remember the um, guy in the big black armor. Uh, yeah, he was he was fantastic. He looked so, really cool. Yeah, so he shows up in the trailer. It appears to be a Sith. We see him choke a, a New Republic soldier. It, it very much looks like the Rogue One Stevenson. scene. What's his name? Ray Stevenson. Yeah, that was that was tragic on several levels. Um, but so we see him. He plays a Sith named uh, at least we think he's a Sith named Balin. And then we see another Sith, the female named Shin. Um, where they first show Balin, it does kind of look like the world between worlds. Um, so that's interesting. Where do these two people come from? You know, how do they tie into the whole Sith, like fate of the Sith, fate of the Jedi stuff? That's where I want to get into Jedi Fallen. My guess Jedi is they're Survivor not Sith. But... That's me either. But I feel that way because of the game Jedi Survivor. Yeah. I mean, I would have marked I mean, Disney is going to be pulling Sith. all these strings together. Because they're the... Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I got you both. Okay, now dance, people. I, okay. Um, <laughs> Top of your head is puppet master. And fingers going. So the, the only other thing I want to say about Ahsoka, other than I mean, it looks awesome. Harrow's in it, which means Ghost looks yes. like it's going to be in it. Um, we saw Chopper. We saw Harrow. Awesome. Did you Sabine see the Chopper Ahsoka? Yeah, I posted it to the the forum. The the thing that's got the fans all crazy is that Sabine does refer to Ahsoka as Master. Um, It appears that Sabine has studied as a Jedi. Now, some people are going back to Rebels and going, wait a minute, is Sabine Force-sensitive? 
See, I watched Kanan the episode. talks about it. You guys were screaming about a 50-year-old car, and that's when I sat here and <laughs> watched the trailer. I missed her saying faster. All right, keep going. Yeah, no, she, she, it looks like she's been training as a Jedi. And people are going back and go, wait a minute, did she ever, yeah, did she ever show the you know, force ability? Now, we know she wielded the Darksaber for a while. Exactly. In her training. Uh, she, uh, Kanan was training her, right? And he's he's teaching her and stuff. And Hera actually asked Kanan directly about that, about the Force. And Kanan's answer, you know, when we first heard it, didn't think anything of it. He said, well, all living beings have the Force, just some are, are cut off from it. Yeah. But his answer, the knowledge to when you re-listen to it, he words it in such a way it sounds like Sabine actually might be Force-sensitive. She's just never tapped into it. Because, yeah. and then it all of a sudden is like, wait a minute, that would make sense why he was training her to she, begin with. Isn't she like from a house? Um, she's from one of the noble houses of Mandalore, right. not the noble. She, she wasn't yeah, in line for the throne. Mean, those lines probably um, run. Well, yeah, the clans fight for. No, because, well, I mean, we only know one. I mean, it Jedi might not be a, It's probably not developed because they're so isolated and they're like a very warrior culture. Well, any, and they stay within. Exactly. Any force. So any, any anybody with the force. Might not go. Would have been protected from the Jedi. Like the they, Jedi they never would have been able to identify them. them, and they probably wouldn't have encouraged them to go or let them not, go. Not yeah. even that. They probably wouldn't have noticed in the same way. The Mandalorians are so, or were before all the peace stuff. They were so warrior based and built on all of these like fancy maneuvers and using the Jedi. And they were kind of isolationists, things. weren't they? Yeah, right. Yeah. And they hated so, like, the Jedi. Do not mess with us, or we will unload terror on you. Yeah. Well, the, the Sabine Bo-Katan relationship with uh, with um, Ahsoka and the Obi Wan Kenobi relationship with Satine—that's the first peaceful interactions between Jedi and Mandalore in like a thousand years or something, because they had been at war and the Jedi won. Mm-hmm. There's actually a comment about that. About somebody said something about, "Yeah, Mandalorians are going to fight the Jedi." And so, well, how'd that turn out for you last time? Because um, Mandalorians lost. But anyway, so what what I'm saying is Sabine not only is in it, Sabine might be preparing to be the new Mandalorian Jedi, which is pretty awesome. That's kind of all I want to say about the Ahsoka trailer until we talk more about Survivor. Get get it out. Go ahead. Go, 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 go. And then, uh, nice. Um, Anybody else in your lightsaber? No. Okay. So, yeah, I think we should get into Survivor. Jedi Survivor, because I want to talk about how I think it ties into Ahsoka. Let's do it. All right. So, so, um, do want to do a- so yeah, do want, I want to talk about Survivor because I do think it ties in. Okay. Do you want to talk a little bit of gameplay first? Uh, yeah. Let's let's, let's, let's go. Okay. Here's our official review of the game Survivor. Mm-hmm. It's okay. awesome. It is. It is awesome. I think everybody agrees that it's awesome. Um, if you were a fan of Fallen Order, it's the same game. It's um, bigger. It's bigger. Maybe visually, a little more impressive. I think the moves are kind of more I like impressive. The controls. The controls yeah. become intuitive after like. Uh, there like, was. I mean, there's a learning curve, but I mean, there's one. You scene. learn it, and it teaches uh-huh. you how to do it. There's a, are you talking about the line skipping thing? The you know I don't like jumping games, and there's I did not thing, I hate jumping. But you like Spider Man. That's a lot of jumping. Mm, sort of. You control it, though. It's not like if you swing wrong, you got to start the mission over um, in Spider-Man. But this one, there are several. I but the one on Jedi, where you're following the uh, the witch. Um, I forgot her name. Um, How did you forget the her name? The Dathomir witch. 
What is her name? She's Mirren. awesome. Perrin? Mirren? Mirren. Mirren. Uh, when you're following Mirren, and she has that power to create portals. Yeah. And you have to speed dash through each one. That's the uh, multiverse. Oh my gosh, man. That thing lasts for like, literally, it lasts it for like last three more. or four like minutes. Giant claw machines. And you can't. You can't. If you do it wrong, you start over. And I was like, but, I mean, hey, it's, this is a memorable pattern. I mean, I it was frustrating because I'm like, this isn't fun gameplay. I'm going to Marin after. I want to. I want to hit stormtroopers with my lightsaber. Right, I don't want to dash through a portal. Well, oh no, I'm falling. Where's the next portal? I'll die. But I think I saw it out of the corner. Of my unicorn died. I know. Within a certain amount of degree, you should be able to do it. I really like, if you pay attention to the game. Yeah. I mean, you got to. Why does Jim love this game so much? I know the answer. But Jim, me or yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's funny. I know the answer. Um, has nothing to do with why the do I love the game? Has nothing to do with the story. In this game, you are this lone Jedi. Yeah, yeah. You have a lightsaber, so that's a check. That's a every time you land in the middle of a group of people, you hack them all up with your yeah, lightsaber. I do it's love an that. Enjoyable experience. I'm not gonna lie. I, I really like it. I really. All these people. Sometimes um, it's just droids. It's yeah, a fair amount of like yeah, you fight the generations. Shit, what was the guy, the droid from uh, Rogue One, the big... KQS-1. Yeah, you fight those. They 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 are awesome. always creepy because they pick Um, you up by the throat and just throw you on the ground. You're like... And for some reason, they're so big, but in this game, they'll surprise you. Like, you don't even know they're there. All of a sudden, they're hitting you, and you're like, what is that? Yeah, they just lurk out from the corner, grab you by the throat, slam you on the ground, you're just like... So if you enjoyed Jedi Fallen Order, um, I think this... I would say the story is better than Fallen Order overall. Having played Fallen Order, this is a great continuation. Yeah. Um, it, it was the Fallen Order story was great. Yeah. It was unique and new, but that's the The gameplay is better. The, the it's game more developed. Is is, yeah. I liked like, it. You start off, you're still a Jedi. You don't... I mean, you do have to rebuild kind what of your you channel. What think about those weird blue things? I don't know. You like, like, they were like on the planet. A lot of hand like, gestures. Yeah, they were like filling in like the lower sections, and then like they would attach to you, and then you would die. I don't know what he's talking about, do you? It was on the you don't it, did you play well, you, first of all? You said the planet. It was. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember what planet it was. No, I don't. It was know. one of the big giant bird creature, and you had to that's scale Kobo. along the front. Yeah, that's Kobo. Yeah, it's the observatory. I think the blue like matter that was just like. Hovering around like insects or bugs. Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were going up to oh, the. Oh, I do yeah. remember that. Uh, yeah, and you get sick and die if you. What oh. is that? I don't know. The, I mean, that's a good question. It's like a science experiment gone wrong there. Yeah, it was, you know? it was, it was weird. So, gameplay was awesome. Um, the world were. Hobo is basically the main one. I wish and there were more worlds. Like, I do wish... Yeah, exactly. I, I think we all want, like, a true open world. Yeah, story. I mean, I yeah. think they... I mean, like a Knights of the Old Republic. I don't think they're going to do this, but it could. They could add more worlds to the map. Yeah. Easily with DLC. And is there a DLC comp, like complement to this? Well, I mean, I got the full, like, whatever. I got the deluxe edition, but I'm like... Which just means you get more weapon choices. But, I mean, it seems like they do this all the time, and it's 
bad because they need to stop. No, it's they need to a, fully develop the game. Yeah, it's still a rail game in that you I mean, you do have some freedom of movement, but you have to finish missions. I mean, it's like but Red I mean, Dead it's Redemption. A great or, it's a story, yeah. yeah. It's a great sandbox yeah. to develop other characters, have other skins and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we're only... The reality is we're only so far from a true open-world Star Wars. The, but yeah, biggest, I think the biggest thing that's going to stop them right now, I think, is the concept of canon. When they can let that go to be like, this is just a you know, in the Star Wars universe playing. people could, would. With Star it. Wars in general. Yeah, because yeah. all the stuff that would happen in this open world game would be just... Yeah, it's just... Uh, okay. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a personal story. It's fun. I mean, because you guys aren't going to be the Darth Vader. You're not... I mean, let's admit You're not going to be Emperor Palpatine ever. So, it'll be a moisture farm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bottom line, so with Survivor... There was that game. It was like Star Wars Galaxies, I think, or something like that. And you would just, like, it was... You remember all those games came out around the same time where you were just grinding and grinding. Yeah. Like, you in the forest and you chop down a tree. And you walk right. the next day. And you do it the next day. And then, like, then like after, like, a month, you have, like, wooden armor. And he uses wooden armor. I mean... Really? So anyway, um, so basically the story is that you're Cal Kestis, awesome. who is awesome, and you basically have joined the rebellion, and it starts off on Coruscant. You meet some of his compatriots. There's some of them get killed, which I I found surprisingly emotional. That was really just met right away. Um, yeah, and so they you kind of the dreadnought couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> the dreadnought. But um, cared more about them than the horse. It was, it was a great story, though. He was trying to get to a senator who was corrupt and you know part of the empire. And yeah. anyway, you meet some of his buddies within the rebellion, um, and the main friend that kind of helps you out throughout the whole thing. And his storyline. Do you remember his name? Bode. Bode. Now that is one of the coolest storylines in Star Wars, I think. Um, yeah. So since this is spoilers, I'm just going to jump right to it. Uh, Bode is your buddy throughout the whole game until you get kind of towards the end, and then he, he turns on you. He he's actually been setting you up so that he can give you to the Empire, yeah. and it turns out he was a Jedi, and then when he's Order fallen. and he was out on a he's special a mission, Jedi. and when Order sixty six happened, he had been on a special mission, so he wasn't the ground. Secret phone. agent that turned. So what he did that's was like yeah he, he he hid his identity yeah, as a Jedi. Close. Yeah, Quinlan Vos supposedly yeah, survived the same way. That, but that's, yeah. But Bode, though, instead, I, guess, I assume Quinlan Vos, because in the Kenobi series, we see his name, which means he's still working with the underground, with the with the rebels. But Bode doesn't. Bode actually. Or like, is he just embedded in there and he's finding Well, no, Bode more. gets married, has a kid. After, this yeah. is after six I mean, order this is long term like, stuff. Like, he becomes man. a regular guy who's working as a bounty hunter, basically, as a mercenary. Right. Uh, better word. His storyline was fantastic. Because yeah. then when he suddenly reveals, no, not only is he not just a bounty hunter or a mercenary, he's actually a fallen Jedi working for undercover for the Empire yeah. and doing it because they're threatening to kill his daughter. And they killed his wife. Let me say this in advance. When we find out and then we fight both, first of all, crazy emotional. Right? Yeah. yeah. Crazy Especially emotional. when you find and out why Boat is doing what he's doing. When when Cal falls Right in that battle, yeah. I was like, wait, I was just doing great. What just happened? Yeah, and I was gone. Yeah, it and went to some other thing, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. In this so right yeah, now. Jim, did true. you mention the jetpack? Bode had a jetpack. Sure. Um, that's pretty cool. 
Um, but yeah, so one the basically the climactic battle, and this isn't the main part of the storyline that I want to talk about. This was just no. kind of where the story went. Um, yeah, you end up fighting Bode, and yeah, you're fighting him. He gets the upper hand, and the, the game actually asks you, you, do you want to use the dark side? What did you do the first time that prompt came up? Yes. I said, I didn't. I was like, what's going to happen if I don't? What happened? You die. Oh. So you, Cal doesn't have any choice. If you don't use the dark side at that point in the you game, right. you, you die. You have to tap in. Because I, I was like, I'm going to wait it out. Yeah. It's like a timer. It's like, are you going to use the dark side? Are you going to use the dark side? I thought it was testing me. So I was like, no, I'm not. Here, I am here of heart. I'm really not. Hey, and that's I what I did. And, and it was he a died. mechanic of the game because of all the red doors that you couldn't get through beforehand. Yeah. Um, that was my assumption. Those and red doors like, everywhere. This will unlock the red doors, and I want to go through these red that's, doors. So I, I was like, this is going to be a mechanic of the game, but you also have to, which was, it was painful. You have to say, yes, yeah, I'm going to side. tap to the dark side. That was a tough thing to do in this game. Like, I, I was well, and then you make that decision. And of course, what brings him back Rick. from the dark side? Do you remember? Merit. Yeah. His relationship, meaning they finally admit, you know what? But we're in love. And basically, the, it sounds like they're going to get married. There. And he's still going to be a Jedi with a wife. Like, I like that they are altering like what the Jedi are. And Luke was yes. supposed to have. Yeah. yeah. She, their relationship was, was perfectly done. Yeah. Um, and and everything with them was super emotional. Like you could you could get involved with what was going on and how they were feeling and how he was struggling with it and how she has obviously her own issues because of Dathomir being yeah um, wiped out, which is a death. Um, yeah, the only survivor. Yeah. So like the fact that they the way they did this, the way they created it, the way they got together, and she said she said it when when she found out about Bode. You know, what if I turn? And she said. I won't let you, we won't let you, or something like yeah. that. We'll bring you back. We'll be here. Um, and they held to that, and she did it. And it was, it was, this story is beautiful. Yeah, and there's kind of, so there's kind of three parts to the story, of the way I see it, the way I break it down in my head. One is that Cal, working with the Resistance, um, ends up fighting Bode. Um, rebellion. With the Rebellion, and then uh, ends up with uh, Marin and a romantic relationship, and saying, you know what, I can be a Jedi and be in this relationship. And then one of the storylines is how is the rebellion doing? And his old kind of master seer, uh, the black lady who was awesome in the first game. Oh my goodness! When in Jedi Fallen Order, when when Vader shows up and Seer's there, that is, one, that is an amazing scene. And, and, he, and he killed the Inquisitor. And what's his name? Eno Cordova. Yeah, the other Jedi master that's still around. Um, but Seer had cut herself off from the Force because they tried to force her into being an Inquisitor. They tortured her. They tortured her Padawan and made her an Inquisitor. Watch her Padawan die at Vader's hand. It was just a great story. But then in this game, Seer fights Vader. I would say it's a horrible like, story. Well, it's it's a it's a tough story. It's a powerful. Um, but when you so at one point you're playing Cal, you're playing Cal, you're playing Cal, and then all of a sudden to her. you switch yeah, to Seer. We maybe. think we think at this is the point where uh, I Cal was really dead. Sure. He loses a fight and suddenly you're playing a seer. Um, you're like, what yeah. Did anything strike you suddenly about playing seer versus playing Cal? She had different she powers. So much more powerful. So much more. I thought Cal was like they, awesome. Like, I can't believe that they actually had the forethought to be like, but she didn't have all the abilities. She's going to be stronger. She was faster. She, she was stronger. She, she was amazing. So, yeah. The. 
I mean, do we want to talk about her fight with Vader at this point? Yeah, you, I mean, you said you wanted to say something else about Seer Tim. I did. We've been paused for about ten minutes yeah, now. We did. And asked oh, okay. but, Don't show him behind the curtain. I mean, come on, that's what the podcast. All right, what were you gonna say? Was it got it? Um, no, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, the, but the stuff with Seer was was excellently done. Like the fact that she was so much more powerful. They actually had the forethought to put that in the game. I loved it. Um, yeah, was well, just she a, was more experienced. Yeah, well, that's was, what it means. Like, but you expect you expect in a Star Wars it game, was so well done, especially for us. Like we came up with all of the video games from the beginning, right? Like we're at the age group where we had or we saw the original video games we built up. If you switched from one Jedi to another, you were like, "I'm still just a Jedi hacking." Just with maybe different moves. Yeah. Or I'm still just somebody with a sword hacking with a sword. Yeah, like, whatever it is. But the, it was the, the same. Guy, it was so an, it was instantly apparent that she was a far more powerful character. Yeah, yeah. and I love that. Um, yeah, because feel of the character was totally first. She's defending the base. She, they're doing a delaying action. What happens is they're on Jetta. This is after the. I mean, long after the events of Rogue One. So Jetta's a you know just a big kind of dust ball. But the um, yeah. So the the Empire has found them. And her job is to try to protect as many of the people there while they try to get away as the Empire comes in. I gotta change that. So, yeah, it's a delaying action. And she, so you're fighting stormtroopers and at ats. You fight at ats with her. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. I like seeing the at ats in a different location than the snow. And it was the, uh, yeah. What, what are those guys called? The Will, the Guardians of the Will? Guardians of the Wills. So that's who she had teamed up with on Jetta. And um, but then she fights anchorites. anchorites. Is that what they're called? Anchorites were what she was she was working with. Guardians like, of the Will. Those are the guys from the Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah, they were like yeah. the chanting, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's who. Are they which all was guys? Was just that one yeah, guy? It was just right? the one guy. Um, he just happened to be blind. And he just happened to be blind. Actually, I was listening to the novelization of Rogue One the other day, and they talk about that more about how when he was blinded, there, there is something in there about so they him being, blinded him. I can't remember what the story was about how he felt cut off on the force initially or something. It was interesting uh, okay. because the big guy, I forgot both the names, it was like Chew. Ch- uh, Cherum. In, in Irrit. Irrit. They talk about their relationship and how the big guy was one of these <laughs> so guardians. Good. That was so good. You guys are awesome. Anyway, they, uh, <laughs> the, if you get if you want to know more about the, up. if you want to know more about the guardians of the wills, get the novelization of Rogue One. Because uh, it talks about those guys a lot. Anyway, um, so yeah, she's with them. They're about to be wiped out by the Empire because of a group led by Darth Vader. Ooh. And he comes in there and she fights him. And that was one of the coolest fights ever because she almost friggin' wins. Like the, she, Vader won by pure luck. That was amazing. She was totally yeah, this was on a, par with them. This was an awesome. That was a great fight. The, the other thing you realize about Vader is when you look at Vader, like long term, he's only as powerful as the Emperor lets him be. Well, that because he doesn't give him the best armor. This is he doesn't. He gives him uh, just enough rope to hang himself. This is a question I have for y'all because I, I got I went down the rabbit hole online. It was Vader more powerful before the suit or after the suit. And it depends. Before the suit. Well, I... 
But the dark I side think he's more powerful power. after the suit, except for there are built-in safeguards for the Emperor, but Jedi right. can't access those. Yeah. Jedi aren't hitting him with force. Yeah, like, I don't think that the dark side... So this, this is a big... This is a big we can have a whole thing about yeah, this. There's, there's a Whether the dark side is stronger than the light side. Because I really don't think the dark side is is inherently stronger. No. I think that it includes... I think the balance is, is always the and, point. And the Jedi lock themselves away from certain things, which is where you see the struggle. They don't yeah. recognize an ability to to block the Force by the dark side users because they don't do it. Yeah. Um, well, nothing's forbidden to the to the dark side user. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I actually do think that Vader is more powerful in the suit because it's designed to make him angry. It's designed to cause him pain, to focus his pain. Um, he's physically stronger in the suit. Um, he yeah. is slower, but he's physically stronger. He's even got some measures of protection in it. We saw Luke tag him on the shoulder with a lightsaber, and all it did was spark. Yep. So there's got to be some more protective it, measure with the suit. Designed, yeah, it's not designed to... I mean, I think it's designed to withstand some lightsaber, but it's certainly designed to be... Yeah, I think I think he's stronger in the suit. Now, if you... There, there's no real canon. So here's the difference. I think he would have been stronger had he stayed oh his regular body and been trained in the dark side. Yeah. I think you, I think, I think you lose something because Luke was very troubled when he lost his hand. Sorry, Chewie. I think that he he would have been stronger. I think that his strength comes from also being trained in the dark side at that point, like in. What we see in episode three is him tapping into the dark side, but not having any dark side training. Right. So, it and it might be a question we can't answer because right. it was so short a time in before the, he was in the suit. He gets dark side training. Yeah. I think had he gotten his dark side training as just his Anakin body, like just him without the suit, I think he would have been more powerful. I think the suit limits him intentionally. I think by it the limits him against dark side force. But not against light side force. Yeah. Meaning. Maybe. Like. Well, he does lose. I mean, a lot of his battles are like. He has to embrace the dark side. Well, he basically. So we know that when he fights Ahsoka, that's basically a stalemate. When they fight for real. When he fights Kenobi, he loses. Um, He wins a lot of. Both times. A lot of times he loses. But the Jedi feels pity for him. And he gets to escape. Well, that's with Kenobi. Both times Kenobi defeated him, he let him go. Which, maybe not the smartest thing for Kenobi well, to and do. the first time, yeah, I think I mean, he assumed come that on, he was going to let him go. Yeah, first Eventually, time was, you got to do I the think, deed. I think that Kenobi, when he burned up on Mustafar, I think Kenobi was like, You're done. Oh, I don't have to do this. I can just walk away. Yeah, yeah, he feel, like, he's like, thank God it's happened. But the second time, he clearly let him live. Um, Sorry about that. But Ahsoka, yes, yeah, she she fought him to a stalemate. But other than so, we got Kenobi and Ahsoka are the only two that fought him to stalemate, yeah, or defeated him in the case of Kenobi. But um, but yes, here fights him, and the way it looked to me, I don't know about y'all, but when I played that, it looked like she won, and then by dumb luck, Vader ends up killing her, like as she's about to deliver the final blow, the. She ended up being impaled instead of him, and it was well, like they they both got stabbed at that point. And she she but she dies. He does not. But he was beaten. I mean, he was on the ground. His capes on fire. I mean, she she tore him up, man. 
And just seeing her power unleashed like that, that was gorgeous. That was wonderful. That was absolutely beautiful. It was beautiful. wonderful. It was, a, yeah. it was a great scene. That was one of the ones where I, to play where I went to uh, story mode. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm me too. One. I, I had to do as well. I went down one, whatever down one was. So in the first game, Fallen Order, when she see, she had cut herself off from the Force, and she was just kind of starting to re-engage. And so when we see Vader in Fallen Order, he's unstoppable. Yeah. Cal, you know, he's barely trained. He can't fight Vader. Sears, you know, rusty. She can't fight Vader. It's very much like Kenobi's first fight with him in the series, Kenobi, where Kenobi is just being destroyed by him, and he has to go yeah. run away. Um, but then her second fight is very much like Kenobi's second fight with him. It's very evenly yeah. paired, and then eventually it looks like she's going to win, and then kind of by dumb luck she loses. Um, I love that. But so I that, think that I think that he lived off a lot of his how powerful he was as Anakin, and he, yeah, he would get himself in sticky situations frequently. And but now when he would get him out. Well, no, and I say you know he struggled with some of the other Jedi in the comics too. The guy that he actually ended up having to I don't remember the guy's name. The guy he had to hunt down and kill um, in order to make his cover bleed. Yeah, to get um, his I think there was a struggle with that too. Well, and that would have been him getting used to the suit too. Because there has to be a learning yeah, curve there. Yeah. And it, it Rogue, uh, was Rogue One that really pointed out, and in Kenobi, actually, that Vader can't live without the suit. Like, he he's either yeah. in the back of the tank or he's in the suit. Yeah. He can't live where That's he right. has those little isolation chambers that like we saw in Empire Strikes Back. He only has a limited amount of time that he can be in the suit. So, and I, I can't mean, that, remember. That's basically the leash. Well, you all know, the, do you know the story of Darth Sion? Is that the guy? He's like the Toyota guy? No, he's he's just as scary, though. Okay. No, the, the Scion Toyota? Anyway, the, the um, Scion was a, was a Sith from the Nihilus, Darth Nihilus era, um, who kept getting killed, but his anger wouldn't let him die. It's a crazy cool story, um, because he's essentially a, a, a corpse. That's held together by pure anger yeah, and hey, malice. Who, who keeps, and he like, keeps fighting. Some of those evil people live to be super old. Well, Darcyon is like, it's really a creepy, crazy story. Because he's essentially a corpse that is running around killing Jedi. During the Great Jedi Sith War. Um, and Do you look vampire? Because when I was like in the dark side mode, I got this vampire-like feeling... Like, as far as, like, the ability to run around and just, like, unleash your terror. What's he talking? Dark side mode of the game. Nihilus is like that, actually. <laughs> he he does suck in. Yeah, yeah. I know he's not. Uh, yeah, Nihilus likes pulls the force out of other people, out of other living creatures. But, yeah, Scion's story. So he finally, because he, he fought one Jedi who kept defeating him and killing him, and then he just get back up. And the way he finally ends is she finally actually just talks to him and says, is this really what you want? Because you, you're going forever the way you're going. Is that really what you want? And he finally says, you know what? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> this sucks. Uh, I'm in constant pain. I'm, I'm a rotted husk of a corpse. He is cool looking, though. So Google uh, Darsan. That's Ireland. Oh, no, he's a, um, a corpse. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Together by Some of that. Anyway. So anyway, Vader kind of reminds me of that and that he can't survive now yeah. except for using the force and using that suit. Um, so then the third storyline, because I said I thought Survivor had three storylines. It has Cal Kestis and Bode, 
It has uh, like Seer and the Rebels trying to survive during the Empire, and then we get the best of the beasts of the and oddly enough, um, High Republic. It deals with the High Republic, and you guys hate that. I did until Survivor. Now um, it's beautiful. It's the uh, I mean, it's the Eye of the Tiger. It's the it's the thrill of the hunt. It, it's rising up to the challenge of our rivals. What are you talking about, Survivor? Eye of the Tiger. Oh, Jedi. Survivor. And the last known survivor stops his prey in the night, and he's what something watching us all with you. Anyway, so yeah, he finds High Republic um, artifacts, including old temples and uh, a droid from that time period who had been tasked with a very important mission. That there was a hidden planet that was powerful in the Force. And there was only one way to get through it. And the Jedi were trying to discover that during the High Republic. And all that information seemed to be lost until Tal found a Jedi who had been basically caught in suspended animation in a back to tank with one arm missing. What was that guy's name? Oh, man. We should look that up. Because that storyline is friggin' amazing. Well, Tim does this while I uh, usually just talk. While you just dilly-dally. So... He pulls. He finds his back to tank with this guy. This guy's been in this tank for like five hundred years. Dalek. Dalek. job was to find this planet. Jalen. Traylon. Stop it. Craggle. Schmeggle. Uh, Schmeggle. So when he pulls him out of the tank, at first it's like, oh, it's another Jedi. From the High Republic. And he's that gonna, guy is... going to tell us everything we need to know. That guy's story is so freaking like good. Andor's box got open when you unlock that guy. It, it, that story is so freaking good. Because when first he starts to meet stormtroopers. And one of my favorite lines is... Because he's like, wait a minute, where's the Jedi? And yeah. Cal has to explain to him that they're gone, man. I'm like one of the last ones. He's like, the whole Jedi order's gone. They're all gone, yeah. And then the guy can't believe it. And then when he meets his first stormtroopers, he's Dagen like, Gera. what's his name? Dagon Gera. Dagon Gera. And Dagon Gera, when he meets his first stormtroopers, he's like, how did you lose to these guys? It's one of the best lines. Yeah, because um, yeah, he just tears them up. And of course, when Dagon Gera ignites his lightsaber for the first time, it's a very Star Wars Visions moment. It's red. That's right. And that, what great storytelling. Because he turned dark before they encapsulated him. Yeah. What great storytelling. Yeah, so then we find out that he'd become so obsessed with finding this this planet um, that he had killed Jedi trying to figure out how to find this place. Yeah, this was this was a wild, wild, wild story. He was an interesting character. He really was. Um, and... Uh, Ravis, I forget what what species he was, but Ravis was an interesting character. Also, yeah. who was Ravis? Ravis is the real that gigantic guy the, the, like, that was mercenary that was fighting for him. Yeah, yeah, that guy, and he was. I had to put it on uh, story the lead, for the that lead guy, Raider or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that guy was difficult because he. You know what? Oh no 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 no! The, uh, the holy cow! You were just talking about this in the uh, Kennedy uh, Clone Wars. That's who he reminded me of. The guy that Obi-Wan Kenobi jousts with on the speeder bike. Oh, what a great The guy who's like, he's all worms inside, so when you cut off parts of them, they come back. Yeah. That's who he was. He was the same species. Same species as that guy? I didn't think about that until just now. That, yeah, if you go back and watch the old Clone Wars, original Gennady Clone Wars, there's this really cool character in there that uh, Obi-Wan fights. 
And yeah, he he basically worms inside a big suit of armor. Well, that's uh, Dagon. Did you say that was his name? Dagon Gara. Dagen, Dagen Gara is like Dagen. a right hand man. And now that he's out of his back to tank and all that stuff. So where well, that storyline ends, though, Ravis. The cool thing about Ravis, Ravis was serving Dagon Gara in the High Republic times. Oh, so he's that old. I was wondering about that. Because he's almost all machine. He's more machine than man. Yeah, yeah. Right? But he, I mean, he is. All machine than man. So he's being kept alive by, by the machines. So, yeah, they were trying. So Dagon had become uh, obsessed with finding this planet because it was supposed to be like, I guess like, what was it, Korriban or some of the old planets that were like so powerful in the Force um, that if you set up a temple or a training academy there, like you could really flourish as a Force user. But beyond that. It was also hidden. And, yeah, you could only get to it with very specific measures, and no one had actually even discovered it. They, I don't remember how the Jedi came across it. Uh, much worse, because you had to do all this weird aligning of space. Part of, that's a big part of the game, is figuring out how to open the portal that opens a passageway to get there. Um, but they do. And Dagon gets defeated, and Cal ends up on this planet... And what? How does the game end? What is what is his stated objective on this planet? Well, now, Bode so, gets there first too. Well, Bode, this is where the actual showdown with Bode and refuge for the Jedi. It's a place for the Patrick. Cal wants to recreate the Jedi Order, marrying Marin. So he's going to marry. He's going to get married, build a new temple on this planet that is completely cut off from the rest of the galaxy. Now do we see where I might be going where I think this connects with Ahsoka? Right, before we connect. Yeah. Who might be the first dark side user that that suddenly realizes all the trauma she's been through and wants to come back for where It might be Marin. Not Marin. I, I mean I I mean I don't I mean it could be Cal. We've seen she him go. Seemed, Cal. She seemed seemed enough. Yeah. Huh? But she also just watched the new leader of this temple kill her father. Oh, uh, Bode's daughter. That's a great like. Yeah, oh, she could be. Yeah, she. She could be anything. She could either be pure light because yeah, of Bode what she's see, been through. Yeah, his daughter sees sees or, Cal kill Bode, or she could turn on him eventually. Like I don't yeah. know. Like they could do anything they wanted with her story, and I found that incredibly mm. interesting. Like they have a character there. Yeah. They could build into anything they want. So if you haven't played the game and you're listening to the podcast and you're, because you're like, I want to get a story. The bottom line is when they, they find this planet and Bode shows up and they, that's where you fight him, his daughter is there. And Bode uses the dark side in a way that almost kills his daughter. And Marin ends up saving Bode's daughter's life. So when Cal kills Bode, that's why we think that his daughter, even though she's grieving, might be okay with being with Marin because Marin did save her life and protect her. Um, and that, man, what a powerful scene though. Well, she they, says things, you know, dad's been through a lot. Dad hasn't been the same since mom died. Yeah. But you're right. She could grow up to be the, the darkness that's on that planet. Um, the burning of the, the bodies at the end of the game. Holy cow. So that was Bode, Seer, and I thought there was three. Oh, it was the yeah, master Cordova. Oh, no. Yeah, they kill. Uh, yeah, so, so I keep forgetting that actor's name, and he's one of my favorite. I love that guy, the actor that portrayed him. I, I can see him. his face in my head, and I cannot think of his name. Um, he's um, one of my favorites. I am so glad that he's in Star Wars. Yeah, I'm like I'm glad that he's a part of the Star Wars franchise. Like, there's certain people where I'm like, 
I'm so glad you're a part of Star Wars. Like, if I could be in the back of a Star Wars scene going, no, or just pointing to something or whatever, I would love that to just be in there. The fact that he's in it so makes me so happy. Here's my speculation, though. That planet, I think, is going to give birth to a gray Jedi kind of order. Um, I think Cal being is, is light side, but we see he uses the dark side. Um, he's married, so he's not adhering to the old Jedi principles. His wife is a Bathomir witch, which means she uses the Force, but she doesn't use it with a light side, dark side kind of balance. Maybe they're going to come out with a new generation of Force users. And this is who I think Balin and Shen might be that we see in the Ahsoka trailer. I think they might be Jedi, or whatever you want to call them, from this planet. Like, I think you might even see an invasion of this. I would love to see this planet in the, in the Ahsoka series. I would, too. I don't know if there's going to be time I would love to see that there's... We've got Thrawn to deal with. Oh, that's true. We, we still that's have gonna a story of Thrawn and Thrawn. Ezra. Um, I've only got one major concern with that. Yeah. And it, Yoda says it best. Yeah. Right? Too old. Too old. This guy seems too old to be having to have come from. Uh, so like, the events he, of Survivor. Cal. Yeah. Well, let's see. So the events of Survivor are not long after Order. Well, yeah, they are. They're about ten years after Order. So I wouldn't six. expect them to be wielding red lightsabers even still. So in Survivor, well, red is created by how you use the Force. Red is created by. I mean, you you have to take the Kyra crystal through the process of destroying it and and making the Kyber bleed through your evil act. I mean, it's a it, they've created it to be a very specific... But there, and there's an orange, though. The, the, like a dark the orange. The still remains, right? Yeah. So... The... I don't know. There, theirs are dark orange. That's what's got a lot of people, like, speculating. That they're not truly Sith. But we see him killing a New Republic soldier. Um, again, very reminiscent of Rogue One scene with Vader. Um, I don't know. I just, and it might just be me, like, fan geeking out on this idea that, like, a gray Jedi order emerges out of nowhere, which is exactly what Survivor set up. Like, there could be a whole world of Jedi that the Empire and the New Republic, nobody even knows about. Ahsoka doesn't know about. Um... Yeah, yeah. Everybody's scattered and cut off. Everyone who knew about it died or went there. Because now in and the game, you can't come back because they make the game ultimately replayable. But the story essentially ends with them on that planet. Um, but yeah, so I don't think there's anyone left in the regular. Just supposedly you get the compass. That and basically they've. Which allows you to return. Yeah. So they have like a pre made Hogwarts on a special planet. Yes. So that's where the next episode And maybe I mean, maybe they have houses like Slytherin where some of them are kind of questionable or they could have staves and stuff like so in Sabak. Cal is like got his Gryffindor thing going on, but then maybe like Bode's daughter has a Slytherin thing going on. There could be a color scheme. Well, they're gray, you know, the beauty of gray. I mean, so you're thinking all monochromatic? No, I think that it's a beautiful tapestry of colors. The fact that Ray's uh, got the yellow lightsaber tells us that they have—they're clearly giving a nod to kind of the more neutral aspects that the Jedi used to embrace. Um, so the the big thing for me with with this, 
I feel like <clears throat> Cal is. I don't. I don't think that Cal. And I know we can continue to play. You can do dark side stuff. I feel like story wise, Cal is not interested in embracing the dark side. He's not, but he keeps like there after it's that first time you use option. it. You keep having yeah, to use you it keep at going times. Back to it. Yeah, and like, even yeah. and Marin, it's kind of like the Hulk and uh, was it Black Widow that could calm him down? That's why I like. Um, the, it's kind of like that. Like like he goes to the dark side, but Marin brings him back. Which, but he does it more than once. But I could see that being a a driving force for him to to really try to explain and show why we we don't want to tap into. Yes, I'm That's doing it, and it's tearing. Maybe, but it, he also was like, I'm going to get married. You know what? I solved this so problem. He's, he's okay with overturning the rules. You know I solved this problem in the game? Oh. I used a purple lightsaber. I used yellow because I saw it as neutral. I yeah. just like the purple because you like you go you know, I like the yellow dark because, and then you go back. I like the yellow because when you're walking through caves, it was the easiest to see stuff with. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that in the game, it's like, hey, if you're going through a cave, hold up your lightsaber. Because you remember in the Clone Wars when they were going through caves, were. Anakin and, and Obi-Wan can Obi-Wan. You do that in like, this game, when you're yeah. spelunking. Yeah. But those those are my thoughts on it. Um, I think that's all I got. The, the game's fantastic. The story is amazing. The potential that it adds to Star Wars Galaxy of Stories is, I think, huge. Most of that's speculation on my part about the... I mean, it's all speculation. Sure, that, yeah. That's where it's coming from. They're going to tie in. They're going to tie stuff in. Everything's there. I think there's a reason why the game had to come out before Ahsoka. And that's why I'm like... It's all about timing. See, the timing was all messed up. And now I think that they've got uh, control on everything. Hopefully, and COVID is hopefully gone. We can start like getting timelines returned to normal so that they can release when, when, when the writer strikes COVID right now. Well, I mean that's a new problem, yeah. So I mean it's it's always something. I have COVID right now. I don't know that we're recording again. Um, what happened? I I I'm done with my analysis. Though. What about you guys? I know. Yeah, I got a question. You still have COVID? No, I don't. I do think so. Me and my family just drove over, we drove 5,433 miles. We went all across the United States and saw beautiful things. I do think all of us got COVID when we were in Colorado. Because we, like, no fever or anything, but we all had these really bad coughs and, like, you know, sore throats. Great. I hope I can still go on my camping trip Um, next week. (laughs) No, but by the time, you know, we were, I mean, we were traveling for 19 days. So, like, on day four, that started, and then by, like, day eight, it was gone. Um, so, like, yeah, for, like, four days, we're, no fevers or anything like that, but the bad hacking, and all of us. Um, so All, like, just running down the road. Or no, maybe, maybe there's something in Colorado in there. I will tell you, the wildfires, the wildfires in suck. Canada, when we were going through Indiana... It was. Uh, it was so. Some of the days here were like you cannot breathe. Stay inside. It was, yeah, and Indiana was the worst we saw. Like it was almost noon, and you know, and parts of Indiana are really flat, and you can see for like long ways. And um, yeah, and it was like really. I was like, man, it, it's kind of hot for there to still be a uh, um, frost. Not frost. Let's mist fog in the air, because you know we get fog in the in the early morning here a lot. Um, and th- so that's what I thought it was, but it's getting close to noon. Stopped to get gas, and I asked a lady about it. And she's like, That's the fires in Canada. She's like, Yeah, it, it, it's an advisory. It was bad out there. 
But by the time I got to Colorado, the air was clear. Well, yeah, we're traveling from east to west. Well, I mean, I don't know if you went to Indiana. Well, I guess we did come back to Indiana, yeah. yeah. And it was oh, better when we came back. That could, have been your, that could have been your... Maybe that was the... <laughs> yeah, that yeah. could have been going through Indiana with that. Or it might have been Missouri. If you're listening to this and you live in Missouri, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but oh my goodness, I cannot... I do not like driving through Missouri. Oh, man. There's a reason why it's pronounced misery. Misery? The traffic in St. Louis, I don't know. I mean, I've driven around New York. I've driven around D.C., Atlanta... It's all when you hit it, man. You gotta hit it. For whatever time. reason, St. Louis traffic is the worst traffic I've ever experienced outside of Kampala, it's Uganda. It's all timing. It's all timing. Kampala, Uganda had worse traffic. Really? Well, poor drivers. But um, St. Louis, not good for driving. No. The Jedi Survivor, good for driving. Was Do you like the ship? Um, I don't. I mean, it's it's neat, but it's not like cool like the Millennium Falcon or the Ghost. No, it's it's really good. That the, I mean, they made it a very linear ship. Very so you, simple. You can go do it's the things that you big. need. I I would have rather had. They, they it reminds me of a sailboat. Yeah, it had everything. I did like the cockpit, and I like the way you could go sit in the cockpit and watch it take off from the planets and jump to hyperspace. That was cool. They they did that beautifully. Yeah, like, that, you know, that watch cool. it go into hyperspace and come down. And they did that in the other. That's one of the coolest yeah. things on the Oculus is uh, the very first part of uh, Vader Immortal. I think uh, flying around. Yeah, you're in the cockpit and you get to make the jump to hyperspeed <laughs> and come out. And do all uh, an interdictor and... grabs your ship and pulls you out of hyperspace. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that was cool. I think that's all I got. That's excellent. We We're an hour podcast. and 30 minutes. We did right. an hour and 30 minutes. We're going to be into, uh, hopefully in the next week or so, we're going to be back Ahsoka. in to talk about some of the Ahsoka episodes and who Ahsoka is and, and what we think and who's met her. Well, and I, I would love and to. Who's, who's met her? We we did meet Ashley Eckstein. You did? Yeah, we did. Oh, man. Yeah, I got that a picture of her, man. like uh, was my daughter. Con, right? Or yeah. Man? That was a Galaxy Con. Galaxy Con. Yeah. Richmond, that was the 21, 22. Galaxy Con Richmond 22. She gets around to the Galaxy Con. She does. I see her, her on the, like, uh, like, see her on the social Lantern. media all the time at them. At the different cons, yeah. yeah. So, Galaxy Con is only. Who three does Obi Wan's voice? Lantern? McGregor? No, the voice. Lantern? Oh. Or um, does he do anything? It's better to go to. Is it the Saturday? Is that the best uh, day to go? One of the fun things, if, you're, if, you, if you enjoy the. Uh, the, if you enjoy the voice actors from uh, the Clone Wars, I, I I feel bad I can't remember his name because he's the the guy who does Anakin and the I guy mean, he's who does so, Obi Wan Kenobi. He does two so different many guys. fun things with Is it Linder. It's, hmm? I just said it a second ago, but I can't remember Linder. his full name. And Lant Lant Lantner Now one the guy who did Anakin, James Arnold Taylor. He does Obi Wan. So Lant no Lantner does Anakin's voice. Right. Um and I'm talking about all of them. Lantner, you know, he was in um he was in the Mandalorian. He was the prison barge captain who ends up getting killed. That that actor is the guy who voiced Anakin in the Clone Wars. But anyway, the three of them hang out at these Galaxy Con type events, and if you follow them on Instagram they post some awesome stuff. Oh yeah, they're they're hilarious to watch together. So Ashley Eckstein, Dean Donald Taylor, and Matt Matt Lantern. Lantern. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and I feel bad because they're amazing. Um, all right, now I think I'm done. Yeah. Again. 
Done. Um, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Bro Farm Boy. Oh Twitter. yeah, sorry he's, to keep you waiting, buddy. He's always he always um, out saying, "Hey, why don't I hear from you? Why are we getting an episode?" And I uh, think we yeah. appreciate you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet out to you uh, this I afternoon. Only, and, yeah, I only got a couple messages asking, so I think people have gotten used to the fact that we've been very erratic of, of late. Yeah, some of us are trying to fix that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not me. Um, I mean, it's me. It, this is. I've tried to fix it. Are you not entertained? You know, I watched an interview with Russell Crowe today <laughs> where he talked about the making of Gladiator. Let's uh, stop this podcast. Okay. We'll save that for the So we're going to have a second podcast that we're going to call Russell Crowe. Russell's Crowe. <laughs> where Russell eats and his Joaquin crow. Phoenix. I'm Jim. And I'm Tim. Uh, no, you're Pop. I'm Jim. No, I'm Pop. Are you talking to me? I don't know. Who, who are you? Why would you call me Pop over there? Where's my pudding? And this has been... Our certain point of view. We have spoken. This is the way. May the false be with you. And also with you. And also with. Bye. Adios. Audio one.